Hey guys, uh, this is Lauren with Untethered with Low coming to you with the Business of a Goddess segment with the podcast. I'm really grateful to be jumping back into casting this week as I've been taking a little downtime. Um, so as always, I have the amazing Leah with me today. Leah, you want to say hi? Hello, hello. I am so excited to be back. And uh, this is our new moon segment. So excited to, you know, tap into the energy of the Gemini, you know, new moon that we have this month and see what, you know, card messages we get and book messages we get. And then, yeah, just ride the wave of our flow of our conversation, I guess. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a, a retreat coming out with Celeste. It's an elemental retreat. I have it called called a call back to home because it's just a reminder that we are all the elements. We are the complete essence of everything that is. And so I had got a new deck called the Elemental Oracle. Um, and it's, it has alchemy, science, and magic. And it's by Stacey DeMarco. Um, and it's a really uh, cool deck, really beautiful but today when I was shuffling, um, I one thing I like about it has sigils on there. And I really do love sigils. They're kind of kind of my thing. Um, but today I pulled the lake and it represents depth. So let's go ahead and read it. Um, the lake, depth. Do not take the shallow or alternative. Dive deep. Do the research. Do not cut corners. You may not be seeing the whole picture. So take your time with the decision. Um, and then the word of power is profound, profound, and it means deep in Latin. Lakes are natural, self-contained bodies of water not connected with an ocean. They have their own ecosystem and often contain their own species. Most have at least one stream or two rivers directly flowing outwards. The different classifications of lakes include um, technically flevel and shoreline some things i haven't heard before and those are formed by meteorites hitting the earth as they are often fresh water historically lakes have attracted human occupancy as they are a water source on earth most lakes were formed in the higher northern latitudes although there are notable exceptions in africa spiritually lakes have been places of magic and power like Wakanda in New Zealand is said to breathe in and out with the great giant that lies underneath the lake. Um, 20% of the world's unfrozen water is in Siberia. And um, so this one right here is just kind of asking you to get close to the element of water. And to understand that there is depth there. And it's a call to dive deep, to not cut corners, and mm -hmm. um, to take time with making decisions. And so I love that. And I know for me, it's really resonating because right now I'm in this revamp of my business. And the revamp is definitely asking me not to cut any corners and to like fully maximize on all the opportunities and things that could be. So I really... I really love that. And I think I, I love, I love you. Oh, sorry. 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 No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I love the element of water. Just, I, I speak to it so often just, you know, it's this, it's this beautiful element that I think represents, you know, the sacred feminine with, with the way that, that water can cleanse and nourish and hold and shape shift and all of these things. But 
you know, speaking to the depth and, you know, you and I, this has come up, you know, if we want to relate it to business, even in the way that we interact, like we've felt this call to how can we deepen our, our meetings? How can we, you know, like even before a podcast, you know, like how can we like, we, we didn't do it this time because we did it before in our Facebook live, but how can we kind of connect and drop in before we go in these spaces of serving others? And I think like that's adding to the depth. And then with the curiosity piece, you know, I think that's really beautiful because the new moon in Gemini, which is, you know, the energy that we're in. It's, it's a good time to like, you know, s- survey your life and, and figure out and get curious around what feels really good and what do you want to change, you know? Um, yeah, I love how that all kind of comes into play together. Well, the Gemini, like it was, we were talking about, you know, it represents the duality um, and, you know, there is depth in searching both aspects, right? And the light aspects, there's depth you can go. And then in the shadow, there's so much depth, right? There's so much to work through still. So I love that the card kind of represent kind of really flows with that concept of going in deep into both the light and the dark aspects of you and working through the practices, but also by working through the practices is not to cut the corners. It's to be fully present and engaged and working through whatever is coming up or whatever needs to be worked on to for the betterment of yourself, but then the betterment of humanity. Because as I know from personal experience, the more work I do on myself, the more work I see, um, I more of a reflection back from the world I see. And so um, Gemini represents the whole like twins too. This is a time of looking at your relationships you know, who's in your circle supporting you wholeheartedly? Who is backing you? Who is making you feel like the divine spirit that you are? You know, who do you need to untether from and release and let go? Who do you need to call in? It's a great time to look at those relationships. I know for me, a theme pops up is that I'm already, I've been letting go of a lot of relationships, a lot of business relationships that really haven't been serving, stressful, blah, blah, blah. I'm letting go. I don't want to deal anymore. And so I'm continuing to look at my relationships and see, you know, what needs cutting and what's, and the best way to do that. And it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the business goddess is like, if it feels unclear, that's clarity. If it feels difficult, that's the clarity. That's the reminder to release and let go. If it's my friend, Sam said it to me a while back, he was going on two different dates. And he said, the one girl was very difficult to meet up with, hang out with when I hung out was weird. It was awkward. And then the other girl was very easy to connect with, right. And get things going. And so I think about that a lot. It's like, if it seems difficult at all, just let it go. It's probably not for you. So just, just that gentle reminder with this Gemini moon, it's, it's a lot about relationship and even the relationship with yourself. What parts of yourself can you let go of that are holding you back? And then what parts of yourself can you be more devotional and loving with? So I, uh, yeah. I love the piece of the card that just said like not cutting corners, right? Because I think, you know, be it when you're looking at things in your business that you're wanting to, you know, revamp or get really honest around or, you know, within your own personal life and how you're interacting with the world and, and in your relationships, like we can kind of like cut some of those corners, like, all right, I'm going to go in, I'm going to love on all these pieces of myself, except that super dark place that feels really icky. I'm just going to like, you know, we'll just leave that one there for a bit. Right. Um, but if we can you know, be in that place of honesty with ourselves, whether it's business or personal, then, you know, 
that what a gift, right? Otherwise, really doing a disservice to ourselves and our business. And if it's business related, then our customers and our clients and our, you know, those in our network. So um, you're worthy of, of leaning into all those crevices and to, you know, really showing up for yourself. 100%. 100%. You are, you are worth everything your little heart desires. You are worth all the love and, and magic that's out there in the world. And so um, mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, you know, we have the the Gemini energy, right? And so it's so funny because before we started recording, um, we were looking at when does this, you know, the new moon, like when is it actually peaking? And it's actually peaking at like 1237 a.m. on the 18th, right? So we had this energy from the 17th and the 18th and even, to, you know, the next day that are going to be in this new moon Gemini, you know, medicine that's available to us. I love using the word medicine for these things because I just feel like it all is, right? So this this wisdom, this energy, this this medicine that we can work with. And uh before we even knew it was the Gemini energy, Lauren and I had talked about, or when we kind of found that, we're like, let's do two. Like, you know, the the moon so early in the morning, let's just go ahead and do the 17th and 19th. We'll talk on both messages. And then we found out the new moon is actually Gemini, which represents the twins and the two. And we're like, oh well that makes sense. So for today, you know, again, we're um, we're journeying with the book a year of positive thinking, daily inspiration, wisdom, and courage by Cindy Spiegel. And um, I guess we'll just, I'll read the first one. We'll just start with one and we'll talk about that one a little bit, and then we'll shift to the other one. But the first one um, for June 17th, looking back and moving forward, be careful not to stay stranded in the past. Do not look back unless it is to recognize how far you've moved forward. Use the wisdom you've gathered from the past and quietly advance in the direction of your wildest dreams. I love that, man. I I talk about it a lot with people, you know, like anything from your past. I deal with a lot of people who are like going through a lot of emotional stress. A lot of times people come to me when they're emotionally stressed. They know I'm a safe space. They say I bring them calm. But what I noticed with them is that um, a lot of them are looking at the past and they are, they're getting stranded, they're getting stuck. And um, one of the biggest things I try to teach them, especially through some of the craziest life experiences I've had, um, and I even put it in my post about my stepmom passing the other day, is like, I don't hold on to the past. I, I understand the lesson it's teaching me, the blessing it's giving me. And then I try to let it be what keeps me open, compassionate, and understanding moving forward into my future. And I think it's super important for us to to grieve, to be unhappy, to be angry, whatever you need to do to like get through the trauma that holds in the body um, from our past and our mistake or what we consider mistakes. I don't like to say mistakes, but um, what we consider a mistake. Um, but to, to realize that like, it's a, it, it's a gift in the, and even if it's the weirdest way to think of it, some of the things, it is a gift um, to go through a lot of negative things in the past because you're more wise and you're more, can hopefully compassionate and understanding. A lot of people do get stuck and they wallow and, and then their lives seem to fall apart or whatever. But at the end of the day, just take it, take it as a lesson blessing and then see how you can apply it to being your best self and, and launching you to your wildest dreams. Mm. You know, I I think that, you know, every in my own personal belief, you know, every conversation we have and and the, the lived experiences that we move through, it is there to offer us wisdom right and, and there's these these nuggets and gold that we can glean from any of these experiences even like the, the, the very heavy and um 
and, and seemingly darker experiences, right, that, that we journey with. And I think that reflection is important. So I do think that, you know, to reflect on your past is really beneficial, um, but in, in a healthy way, right? So if you're reflecting and, and really looking at different situations and how it shaped you and what you've learned from it, it also teaches you, you know, what you may not want in relationships or your business or your life, or the way that you're showing up for yourself, you know? Um, but to really just anchor back into that, knowing that everything is impermanent. And it's really hard, I think, for us to grasp that sometimes um, because the illusion is that we're in this like, you know, linear world with solid object. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like to, to think that everything's impermanent. I'm always changing. Like, what? Like, what is this? So when things end or shift or we move on from them and for whatever reason, there is this like, ah, oh, this grief or this pain or the struggle sometimes to untether, right? I know that you go by the word untethered with love for so much of what you do and even the podcast. And so just that untethering from the past, right? Like allow it to exist, honor it, like bow in reverence to what it was, take with you what you want. It's almost like I picture someone like walking through like, you know, just a, a beautiful long journey on foot, right? But you only have like the one knapsack, right? And so like, as you're going, you can take little things here and there and like wisdom that you've gleaned, but you only have the one backpack to like carry it with you, right? You don't want to lug all of the heavy shit. Your walk would be impossible. Take the lighter things, take the wisdom and and and, and embody it and, and integrate it and carry it with you. Um, so I love that because I think it does, because then, you, then you're bringing all versions of yourself, the best of all versions of yourself with you forward. And that's how you can, you know, kind of blast into your wildest dreams. Um, I like yeah. that analogy with the backpack. That was great. Yeah, I just kind of saw it. I was like, kind of saw. So, yeah. so I'm walking on the, on the trail with this little knapsack, almost like the stick. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the old school, like stick. With the, that's what I was picturing in my head. Oh, man. So, okay, let's move on to the next one and we'll see if they tie together. So the next one says in the book, believe that you can. If he did it, why can't you? If she did it, why not you? If they did it, so could you. Believe that you can. And you will. Mm. That's pretty, you know, straight to the point. I mean, a lot of things in this life um, are, and this is where like the imposter syndrome comes from. Like, this is where a willingness to accept that, like, we are original, but we're we're also not at the same time. You know, there is um, a lot of things that have already been done, things we want to do. And more than anything, that should be your motivation to go ahead and do it. Uh, of course, we never want to copy anybody or anything to the T. We want to bring our own sense of flair. And, but at the end of the day, it's a gentle reminder. This one is such a gentle reminder. Like that should excite you more, right? Instead of thinking, oh, I'm an imposter because someone's done it. Somebody did it before that person. I guarantee you. You know, um, history repeats itself. I mean, that's a classic one. So you know that a lot of these things are a copy and paste with maybe um, an, an evolution into its next level of whatever it's going to be. And so um, I just, I love this because I, I really want to encourage you all to, again, find the excitement. If somebody's done what you've done or is has done something that you like, you know, be excited for that. Be excited for the success that they've had. 
um, and be excited for how you can put your own twist and your own vibe on it and know that your, your medicine and it is going to serve a whole different group of people that those people didn't help. And that's the whole point of this life is that we all are saying the same things. We all really want the same things, but some people can't understand it in the language that is presented. And therefore, that's why you're the option. So it's important to remind yourself that, yes, people have done things before you. Celebrate them. Celebrate you and what you offer and how you're going to bring it. But understand that you speak a different language. And uh, and those people who can understand you are going to be attracted to you. Mm, yes. You know, we each offer this unique energetic signature there's it sounds cheesy but it is so real there is no one else like you and the way that we communicate things and the way that we serve and, and present the medicine that we're here to share it is unique it is unique um i saw man what i saw something recently i think i shared it last night actually and it said something like you know um someone can use the same recipe but they'll never have your sauce right like you bring this like really unique unique element to everything you do i i have this conversation a lot, you know, um, part of the work I do in my one-to-ones is working with women, um, on the sister wound. And so what that is, is, is this, um, conditions over, you know, our lifetimes, generational trauma, if you believe in past lives, even past lives, this conditioning that, you know, we can't trust women, this, this conditioning and through lived experience, you know, that, you know, we compete with other women. Right. Um, and, I love the part, you know, if, if she did it, why not you? So the conversations that I have is how can we shift away from competition and be in community? And like, Lauren, I think you and I are a beautiful testament to that. Even when we lived in the same town, like we do so much of the same things and we work with women, well, men and women, you know, we, we hold sacred spaces, we do ceremony and circles and retreats. And then we joined forces and like, now we're doing a retreat together. And like, you know, can you lift someone? Can you look at someone like, let's say you are triggered by someone that's doing something and you're like, ah, oh, like I wanted to do that, but this person's doing that. And they have all of these things. Like, how can you, you know, really sit with that and be like, you know, how can I celebrate this sister or this person? Like, what is it about her that feels inspiring? And, and where is that within me? Right. And it does not mean by any means to replicate what people are doing. But, you know, you know, if this person is inspiring you or you're having something come up where it's like, oh, I'm not as good as. Well, look at what's lighting you up about that person and then find it in yourself because it's there somewhere. They're your reflection, you know, what you're seeing. Or if it's a trigger, then if it's not showing up in yourself, how can you cultivate it in yourself, right? Um, be it beauty or leadership or the, the way someone's speaking or whatever it may be, you know? Um, but I've seen over the past, you know, several years in, in doing this work with women, I've seen women shifting away from the competition and into the community. And it's, it's incredible because we are unique and there are billions of people on this planet that are seeking all of the medicine that all of us have to offer. And exactly like you said, we all deliver things in different ways. And if you can just stay true to you and stay like, in your lane, you know, pour into yourself, tap into your own creative energy, and then express from that place, the people meant for you, you know, will find you. Um, I, I, you know, for example, like with, with women's circles, you know, for example, cause I know that's something we both do. You and I could have the same topic, the same format of a circle, go hold it side by side. 
And the medicine is going to be different in that space. And that's with anything that we do in the world, be that you put out a product or whatever it might be, you know, um, we're all unique. And I just, I think, I think we forget. And I think we're kind of conditioned to forget because it works a lot better. Um, in my opinion, especially with like the power that women hold, it works a lot better if we're all competing against each other instead of all coming together and like lifting each other. Right. <sighs> well, this world, it, it, it is a game. This, this life is a game. And instead of, you know, we're, we're constantly having to play to move ourselves into the spaces we want to be in or to really be grounded in who, who we're growing into. But I'm, what I'm trying to lean into is that I'm, you know, I'm not in competition with anybody. Okay. There's, there's no such thing for me. I don't even believe in being in competition. Uh, I'll tell you a little quick story. I'm, I'm campaign manager for a guy running for mayor in Gastonia. We went to an event where his opponent came and um, they both had to speak. So I went up to the guy, uh, Richard, and said, hey, I'm, I'm, um, I am Walter's campaign manager. Just want to say hi. We said hi. I noticed he was passing out his flyer cards and I went, I said, hey, can I get one? He said, no. So, you know me, uh, y'all know me. Um, I took it as an opportunity to preach. So when he was by him, lo his lonesome, I said, sir, are you part of this community? He said, yeah. I said, no, you're not. I said, when I asked you for that card, you should have said, here you go. Instead, you didn't say no. He said, well, you're the opposition. I said, I'm not in competition with you. I don't believe in that. And the community doesn't need competition. And number one thing about me, I'm going to put you in your place, okay? <laughs> but I'm going to put you in your place because it's important for you to understand that we're not here to do that. We're not mm -hmm. doing that anymore. I will not tolerate that subscription anymore. Mm -hmm. and um his eyes widened because i i don't think he realized like yeah maybe we're maybe he maybe he re realized we're not supposed to be in competition we're both here to serve the community why would i be competing with you right my whole thing with running for office is collaboration over competition anyway and how can we like five of us run together and take care of the community as a whole because i don't want to do all the work by myself i got nothing to do so, you know, reminding people like that, like I'm not playing when I say I'm not in competition with nobody. Nobody stresses me out. I don't feel like anybody's, I don't care if you're a billionaire and you walk in, I don't think you're better than me. And I'm not in competition to be anything like you. And I think one that comes from just being a wild, very wild woman, um, naturally very gifted at, with the grace of God to be like strong minded, strong willed, knowing that I'm here to serve the greater purpose of humanity and 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 the collective and, and grounding us into our greatness through knowing our strength and knowing that we can do and be whatever we want, no matter who's standing around us. But it's so important to just take that concept away. And like, like Lee and I both keep saying, like, you are, um, you are the medicine and whatever you have to offer or whatever you feel called to do, listen to that call. Because every time we don't listen to that call, we are setting ourselves back and we are creating a dis, uh, dysfunction in our vibrational frequency, which then causes more chaos in our lives. And it's all because we're not listening to what we're being told to do. And so it's really important that no matter what someone else has done, if you're feeling called to do, do it, do it, chase after that, that intuition, that guy, that, that knowing 
because um, we're all we're all different and very similar. And that's just the duality of of all that is. So, yeah, just a little food for thought with that one. <laughs> As feeling that, you know, I always say, you know, if we were meant to be on the planet alone, like, you know, oh, like the, the, just the one, you know, king on the planet, queen of the planet we would be here alone and we're not, you know, we thrive in connectivity. We thrive in community. We are meant to be existing with each other. And it, so many of us are feeling that. And that's why we're seeing these shifts on the planet in so many different ways. Um, it's kind of been like that, the fall of the guru and the rise of like this, these community spaces. I think it's a reason why circle is, is having this reclamation. Um, people want to be in spaces where they see each other and, and feel that sense of, um, you know, the web that we're weaving together is humanity, right? And so I think a big piece of that is being honest that we got it wrong, that we have to compete in everything, you know, and it doesn't mean that in every opportunity, you know, that there may be an opportunity where only one spot is available for a business position or to offer a product at a certain market or whatever it might be for you. But can you approach it through eyes of love and still be supportive and still lift those around you? I, I read something recently too, where it was like this explanation of like, like, let's say you rise, then you lift a friend. And if that person surpasses you, then they lift you. And you that's how we rise together, right? It's like you rise, lift another. If they go above you, celebrate them, then they lift you. And I learned, I think that like, you and I do that a lot. Like I love being around and surrounding myself with women that I know I'm going to speak their name in a room of opportunities. And I know they're going to speak mine because we just have love for each other. And we see how powerful these people are in my life. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think if, if we can just celebrate those around us and then get really clear on what is it around about these people that does inspire me and then find it within yourself and then dive deeper and look at your own lived experience and know that along the way, you've been collecting breadcrumbs through experiences or relationships or past jobs or life lessons or struggles or whatever it is that has built you into who you are in this moment. And then from that place, whatever you offer is truly unique because no one else has lived how you have lived in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, you know? Um, and then from that place, how can you be in competition with anyone? You know, it's, it's, it's impossible. It's literally impossible to be in competition in that sense. Um, and so I love that. Believe that you can and you will. You know, that belief, that that faith that you are held and seen and supported and that knowing that you are worthy. And I think that that's just a core wound in so many of us is that worthiness wound. We don't feel worthy. We've been told from such a young age that we're not worthy. And um, I think it's one of both of our missions is to remind people and to guide them back to that remembrance that like, wow, like you are beautiful and powerful and magical and so very worthy. Even in the times you don't feel like it, even in the times that you've missed the mark, even in the times that you're not showing up in your highest vibration, like you are still worthy, you know, because I think if more people felt worthy, then some of the competition stuff would fall away too. Yeah. And I think again, like, like we keep saying the celebratory, right? Like we're so quick to go negative you know mm -hmm. celebrate and then asking yourself what is it about them that makes you feel uncomfortable and if it's mm -hmm. oh just because they've done it well that's not a good enough excuse you know it's just not and I think that's a big thing like I'm very big on calling myself out on things you know so I'm like well if I'm having a rough day it's like oh I noticed you're having a rough day like why are you having a rough day okay well this is it well what can you do to offset that 
right? And so really like loving yourselves means one, putting yourself in a place, like putting yourself in place, call yourself out, right? Honor that you've called yourself out and then, okay, like how can I just do better and be better and be happier and be more content and more understanding and compassionate. And so accountability uh, for yourself first, right? We always say like, love yourself first. You need to be accountable. You need to be willing to call yourself out on your bullshit first too. And I always talk about like, I preach what I practice and I practice what I preach. If I do it to someone else, believe me, I, if I come off hard, I am just as hard on myself before anybody else. And that's just respecting myself and the people that I'm, I work with, especially in the coaching. And so, um, so yeah, I just, I loved, I love that today. Like good reminders. Um, I, it's funny. Cause like, as we're sitting here, um, just like new things are popping up. I'm talking to people and they're like, you should be doing, you should be doing. And what I've learned for me is that, um, you know, people speak what my future will look like. That's kind of where I get the most guidance. A lot of people will be like, oh, I think you should, or I can see you doing. And then it turns into the manifestation of that, whether I realize whether I want to or can acknowledge that that expansion in me right away or not, I'm trying to lean into listening even better. And so like right now, there's some things that um, some friends want me to do. And I'm like, well, let me research. Let me see how other people do things, right? Like there's nothing wrong with getting an idea and taking from other spaces. I know I'm taking from a lot of spaces that I work in already to cultivate the new things I want to do. But at the end of the day, like that's okay. And just lean into the the things that you are. We talked about in the other pod, uh, oh, and uh, the business of a goddess, like our business, women in business group. Like right now we're trying to find clarity, and it's such a, a perfect time to, it's always a great time, but right now is a really great time because, you know, summer's coming, right? And right now kids are growing, right? Our lives are changing. Season is changing. So anytime like season change comes, this is a great time to reevaluate and get clear. Season change is always kind of like that time when you should sit back, gain clarity. And so right now with that, I think a lot of us are just moving through such a hefty space in our life and our businesses and in our family. So take time to get clear. I love that theme for um for the women in business group that we run. Um, I'm seeing it in my life. And I want to just encourage you all to um to jump into that clarity time, that time to really ground into yourself and expand out into the world. And it goes so perfectly, you know, we are about to you know, reach the summer solstice, right? So the the longest day of the year, this time that has been celebrated for thousands of years, we're honoring the light of the sun and all that it brings to this planet, you know, through that light. And then also the light within each of us and, you know, really honoring that we do have this divine spark within all of our hearts and everyone else on the planet does as well, right? Um, And so I think that that's really beautiful, again, to always come back to, our connection with mother earth, the cycles and the seasons, the cycles in ourselves. And um, I love how that really all came together today because um, we do, we all hold such a beautiful light and it's just taking the time to honor that, to get to know that and surround yourself with people that can reflect that to you and can lift you in the moments where you can't see it. Cause sometimes we just can't see our own light. So I love that you brought that up, you know, to have people in your life that are like, Oh, like, 
you know, I know things have shifted, but I can see you doing this or like, you know, I mean, you've spoken words of light into me so many times. And so um, really evaluating, you know, we're in this energy where the Gemini new moon is wanting you to get curious and the Gemini is about relationships as well. So looking at your relationships, like, are there people in your life that can help you see your light when you can't see it, you know, and then are you being that for others as well? But I think this was a beautiful conversation today, you know, with the first prompt about, you know, looking back and moving forward and really, you know, understanding that it's all impermanent. We're all here on this planet in a journey that is constantly shifting. We're constantly changing. But the one constant is that we are light and we are worthy, like regardless of where we are in the experience. And so, um, yeah, I love these conversations so much because it's like I just leave with like such an invitation to dive deeper into myself. And so I, I hope that for, you know, all of the listeners as well. Um, Lauren, I'd love to, as we wrap up, um, pull a card. Lauren and I were involved in a really cool, speaking of, you know, community over competition, we were invited by Nancy White, who is um, a local woman here in the Grand Strand who creates Oracle decks. And she got together and invited you know, I think it ended up being around 41, 42 women that worked on this collaborative deck and it's called the wisdom of women goddess deck. And each woman, you know, selected an image uh, for the front of the card, picked the name, wrote the message, affirmation and journal prompt. And then it became this incredible deck. And it actually like shows our faces as the, as the kind of the goddesses um, on this Oracle deck. But anyways, I thought that kind of with our conversation, this could be like really fitting to like kind of to end with today i know yeah. we don't normally do that but the card that was pulled was bliss mama and um it's actually a, a local woman here chelsea novacell who uh does see yoga and i know we've um i've collaborated with her a good bit um, i know you've been in spaces with her as well so let's see bliss mama okay you are bliss you come from a place of pure unconditional love over time, layers of untruths can cover this blissful energy. It is time to unpeel the layers and release what is not true. Let go of worry, shame, and blame. Take a few big exhales to let go of any energy that is not of the high vibration. Roll your shoulders back and open your heart center. Allow divine energy to flow through your heart. Love, peace, and nourishing, and nurturing energy are here now. Let your actions become acts of devotion. And soon enough, you will feel the tingling sensation of blissful energy flowing through you. And the affirmation, I am everlasting blissful energy. And then the journal prompt, how can I connect to loving, nurturing energy right now? And of course, that would be so perfect and synchronistic with kind of what came through in our conversation. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just felt called to kind of end us with that, right? Remembering that we are, we are bliss. We are, and to chase it, right? Chase the things that make your soul feel satisfied more than anything. That hell yes. The hell yes. Well, um, love you all so very much. It's been a really magical morning. I really loved um, all the things that we've done today. Leah, thank you for your time. Um, do you have any events coming up that you'd like to talk about real quick? Yeah, so I would love to shout out actually Chelsea, who I just mentioned from this card poll. Um, Chelsea Novacell, Nikki Schaefer, and I um, have come together and we are hosting a summer solstice gathering here in the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina area. 
Um, it is going to be on the solstice. So Wednesday, uh, the 21st at 630, we're doing it at Unity Myrtle Beach. There's this beautiful location with just massive trees and we'll be outside. Uh, there is an indoor location if it rains, um, open to men, women, and children, and it's completely donation-based. So we're going to do some kirtan. We're going to do some ecstatic dance. I'm um, going to lead us in some ceremony. And then our dear friend, um, Allison McKellar Clardy is going to come in and with me, she's going to be kind of holding the bones with a drum, but we're going to do the ancient spiral dance. And so it's going to be a really just beautiful celebration of the light of the sun and the light within all of us. That sounds like so much fun. Oh. <laughs> Anything with Allison too, you already know it's going to be a good time. So, um, and for me, um, just my, I have a women's, uh, hangout at Lotta Plantation. It's a little nature reserve, just inviting any woman in Charlotte who want to just connect in sisterhood. We're not, nothing's on the agenda other than to just be, I'm trying to create a space where that's, where that's there, right? We do the work when we have circle and then we create space for us just to have time together. Um, and then, um, next circle will be, uh, July 3rd. And then I have a retreat with Celeste um, end of July. So if you're interested in knowing any more th about those things, you're welcome to find me on Instagram at Callaway, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y, the number four president. Uh, find me on Facebook, Lauren Callaway. Um, and yeah, I'll put the links for, for that down below. And Leah, where can they find you, hon? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Leah in light, and then on all other platforms, her sacred circle. So I have her sacred circle on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the things. And if you're looking for like a free sisterhood space, um, there's an incredible community that Lauren and I are a part of um, called her sacred circle goddess collective. And then of course, Lauren and I also on Facebook have our business community, which is called the business of being a goddess. And uh, in late September, if you want more of these conversations, but in person, Lauren and I uh, will be doing our Rewild Retreat. So I wanted to make sure to mention that as well, because I'm so excited. September 21st through 24th at River Island Adventure. So yeah, so much coming up. I'm ready for it. Me too. Um, so much, so much expansion this year. I'm really proud of both of us for all the work that we keep doing in the community and for ourselves. So, well, I love you. And uh, I love everybody that listens. I appreciate you for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon.